listening to the Loving BDSM podcast, mini episode number 28. Okay, the Lord's here with the one, the only, the guy who clearly has not had enough coffee yet today, John Brownstone. <laughs> no, 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 it's going to take a lot today. Yeah, it is. I'm going to keep you full of coffee <laughs> and do my part as the uh, loving, doting baby girl submissive okay. to make her daddy happy. Well, well uh, I look forward to that. So we'll be doing that chug chug thing with the... Uh, with coffee later is what we'll be doing. But that's, okay. what's that called? The funnel thing that they do with, with beer. Beer bong. Beer bong. Coffee bong. <sighs> coffee bong. Doesn't have the same ring to it. Uh, did I just show the whole world just how innocent I am? I didn't even know what the fuck that thing was called. <laughs> yeah. Just that's how you know I never did a beer bong in college. Okay. <laughs> Big thanks to our kinky patrons over at patreon.com slash Lords for making this episode possible. Uh, this week, we're going to share a few tips, reminders, and things we think you need to know about sub frenzy, a major topic that comes up. Usually people don't know that it's come up until I point out, do you think you could be in sub frenzy? Mm-hmm. <laughs> so let's talk about it before you need it, hopefully. Did you know that we, the Loving BDSM podcast, started all the way back in August of 2015? Yeah, we are six this year. And every year... We like to celebrate it with a giveaway by giving stuff out, except for last year, 2020, because I was basically just a dumpster fire of a year. And because we missed last year's celebration, uh, we're going to do it big this year. We're going to double the fun, as it were. Um, So two people will have a chance to win a total of three prizes each. A paddle from the kinkery, a sex toy from Hot Octopus, and a collar from Elegantly Owned. Now, uh, the paddles will be a similar, so a yay, everybody gets the same thing. The sex toy from Hot Octopus, we have both a curve vibrator and an atom cock ring. So one winner gets one, one winner gets the other. And then we'll have two collars from Elegantly Owned, our favorite collar shop. Um, and winners will get one or the other. So... You can go straight to lovingbdsm.net slash giveaway to enter, to get all the details, to kind of get an idea of what's going on. You can also watch our weekly live streams um, where we will, once we get our uh, grabby little hands on these things, we will be showing them off so you can see them live and in person that way. Um, But the best place to get everything and to enter is lovingbdsm.net slash giveaway. And you'll get all the details there. Some of those details are you must be 18 and older to enter. The giveaway is international. So if you've wanted any of the things on the list uh, and you don't live in the U.S., now's your chance to maybe get trans on it. There will be multiple ways to enter, um, mostly through social media, but not completely. So, yeah, you you need to enter. You come with us. Join our giveaway. Celebrate all these years of podcasting with us. Go to lovingbdsm.net slash giveaway. That's lovingbdsm.net slash giveaway or use the link in the show notes. Welcome to the Loving BDSM podcast. If this is your first time listening, glad to have you. If you're back for another week, welcome back. Come back often and feel free to add the podcast to your favorite podcast app. You can also follow the show on Twitter at Loving BDSM, on FetLife at Loving BDSM PC, on Instagram at the that handle i will forever fucking hate what works today i don't know loving ds and the number one so that's at loving ds1 or you can follow us on youtube at youtube.com slash loving bdsm all links are in the show notes and the show notes can be found at lovingbdsm.net. okay so uh we have five things mm-hmm. and then i added a bonus tip so you think i would have just renamed the six things but no i don't like that i like the five the five 
is a comforting number to me. Okay. All right. My fellow weirdos out there will understand that some certain numbers are just better than others. True. Numbers that end in zero, numbers that end in five make me happy. Uh, a distant third on that list is numbers that, uh, even numbers, they make me happy. I, I like even numbers. I'm See, an even number go. person. See, okay, All so. Right. <laughs> Ready? We Let's do this. Okay, number one, you won't always recognize it until later. It goes back to what I said at the top. A lot of uh, conversations with submissives, they describe what they're going through, what they've done, how they mm-hmm. feel. And I'm like, uh, what What do you know about sub-frenzy? And then they come back after they've read something or listened to something and they go, oh, that, that might have that might that have might been, been it. Yeah, I, so I think that was uh, part of a bit of sub-frenzy going on. Let's define sub-frenzy. The, the definition is in the word. It's a submissive who's a bit frenzied. It's that overwhelming need and desire and OMG the, the world will end tomorrow. I can't get through another day if I don't submit. And it is often paired with a specific partner. Of, um, we'll get into this later, but first relationships, new relationships, doesn't matter. Um, and it's, it's a bit like all sense just flies out the window. Mm-hmm. And so when you're in that mode, no, you probably won't see it until afterwards or somebody that you trust taps you on the shoulder and says, hi, um, you think this could be frenzy? I'm just wondering if, you know, you need to calm the fuck down a little mm-hmm, bit. Mm-hmm. Uh, <laughs> so it makes sense that you won't know what it is until later. Um, <laughs> but just know, don't ever feel bad if you look back and go, oh my God, that was frenzy. I'm so embarrassed. Don't. Mm-hmm. Most of us, the vast majority of us are like, oh yeah. Yeah, that, that uh, crazed look in my eyes was uh, clearly, clearly frenzy. <laughs> hmm Okay, number two, sub-frenzy can lead to bad decisions. This is not universally true. This does not happen all the time. Sometimes you go through frenzy and it's just this higher level of excitement that goes beyond new relationship energy, but sometimes not. Sometimes not because we are deciding based on this overwhelming, uh, what we're going to do on this overwhelming urge that, oh my gosh, I get to submit now and maybe I'll never get to submit again. And so sure, I'll go off with that questionable person. (laughs) Sure, I'll neglect the negotiation part. Sure, I'll say some BS about how I don't have any damn limits. Y'all don't say that. That's not true. We all know that's not true. Um... And so it's why we have to talk about it often enough that hopefully people start to recognize it within themselves or in other people when it's happening so that maybe we can prevent some of these bad decisions because in BDSM, a bad decision is not just something that maybe leads to heartbreak or a lesson learned. It can lead to physical, mental, emotional harm. And, you know, look, we're, we can't, we can't uh, bubble wrap the world for ourselves, but also we can be aware of risk and we can hopefully make good decisions based on our own risk assessment. And when you're in the middle of frenzy, that seems to be harder to do from my experience. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Brings us to number three. It happens to new and experienced submissives. Mentioned this before, mention it again, because I think a lot of longtime submissives think it can't happen to them. And then maybe they go a while without a partner Mm -hmm. or they enter a different kind of dynamic that they've had in the past and they're excited about it. It can be anything. It sub frenzy is not new relationship energy, but I think it gets hyped up by I I think from some of the things I've seen, Mm -hmm. 
they can go hand in hand. Sometimes, yes, the, I agree. The, the, the two kind of pair together at times. At times, yes. Yeah. So if you have been a submissive for, for fucking ever, don't ever go, oh, it can't happen to me because it could. Is it mm -hmm. more likely that you might recognize what it is before things get bad? Yes, hopefully. Um, but it, you're not immune to it. We're, none of us who've been doing this for more than five minutes are immune to it. It can happen to any of us. It is very common in new submissives, especially those who maybe felt um, a bit repressed at some point previous to finally submitting or they've gone a long time or they've been disappointed by potential partners and now here they are. Like there's a lot of factors that can go into mm -hmm. why that happens. Um, I would almost say that it's, it's not analogous to subspace because subspace is all the you know chemicals in your body releasing and then you're you know, kind of nice and floaty and relaxed. But it's almost, it's it feels almost like some sort of biological urge. I'm sure it's not, mm. but it's this ramping up of something. Maybe it's adrenaline instead of everything else. I don't know. Could be. If anybody has ever studied that or has access to studies, feel free to send them to me. Um, but yeah, it can happen to any, any, any submissive of any type. Okay, number four. You may overlook red flags and bad behavior. This is part of what leads to bad decisions, but not necessarily. Almost everybody I've ever talked to about a partner that they were starting to doubt and they listed out the things that have been happening and all I see is a full-blown color guard of red <laughs> flags just waving in the breeze. And they then end with, oh my gosh, but I may never, you know, I never never been able to submit before and this might be my only chance. It's never your only chance. And I'm so, I was so excited. It was so amazing. And you can also kind of, the frenzy comes out as well, even as they're describing mm -hmm. so many red flags. Um, and that's the da other danger of frenzy. You yeah. overlook that in the excitement and in the, I don't wanna say desperation, but in the need to fulfill the need to submit, it's like, oh, well maybe this is, maybe uh, it's not what I think it is, or maybe I can fix this. Oh Lord, help us from somebody who thinks I can fix a partner. Uh, maybe, you know, maybe it's not that bad. Maybe it's me. Maybe it's frenzy and maybe they're an asshole is what I usually respond mm -hmm. with. Um, so that's another reason it's important to understand sub frenzy. Um, if you can't help yourself, because like we said at the very top, sometimes you don't know until after, hopefully right. you can help a fellow subby friends out there from and get them, pull them back from the brink a little mm -hmm. sooner. Brings us to number five. You may be less vocal about your own needs. Another problem with sub frenzy. In our overwhelming desire to submit to this person who may be a good person, they may not be exhibiting any red flags. It is, in my experience, not uncommon at all for a submissive in the throes of sub frenzy to go, whatever you want. <laughs> yeah. Even though on the side, talking to their friends or other people in the community or emailing me, they're like, but I'm also miserable, but I'm afraid to ask for what I want. And being afraid to ask for what you want is not automatically a sign of frenzy. It does not equate the two. There are a lot of things that go into that. But if you are also rushing headfirst into other things and you are almost sort of a sense of desperation mm -hmm. of I need to submit, will I submit? I'll submit to anything that blinks at me twice. You know, do they have a pulse? Fine. <laughs> you know, then on top of that, 
you're not saying, but this is the thing I need. This is the thing I'm not getting. Can right. I get it? Can we do this? You're neglecting yourself in that drive to submit to maybe a person who might not even deserve your submission. So if you're questioning, could I be in frenzy? Uh, that is an, a thing to consider. Are you actually speaking up and saying, hey, I, I, there's this thing I'd like. There's this thing, can we try? Can we do? I don't like that. Mm -hmm. um, and it's not because there's something about the person that makes you fearful or your own previous experiences that make you fearful, but it's like, I'll ruin the magic of the submission. They won't want me to submit anymore if I actually say something. I'm supposed to be a blank slate. Like if you, do you hear how I'm presenting the information? If that's kind of how your mind is going and your thoughts are racing, it might be sub frenzy is yeah. what I'm saying. And so then there's a bonus tip. Yes. <laughs> so the bonus tip. It can be overwhelming to your partner. So this is not always true, okay? I do not want to make it sound like it is always true. Some people not cut out to be dominance in general or not the right dominant for you. But <laughs> <laughs> I have seen otherwise decent dominance. Maybe they're new. Maybe they're not. Go, whoa, this is a lot and start to back away or to start to fail the submissive because there's only so much they mm -hmm. can give. Now, this is a fine line to walk because sometimes that overwhelm is not because we're in frenzy as submissives or we've done anything wrong. It's because there's an incompatibility. And it is like, if the only thing you recognize on this list is your partner seems overwhelmed, it's, it may not be sub-frenzy. It's yeah. unlikely to be sub-frenzy. But if you can go down the list mm -hmm. and go, oh, well, yeah. I kind of look at it this way. Um, remember how we had talked about getting a puppy? Yes. And then we puppy sat for a weekend. Yes. Yes. Okay. All that puppy energy. <laughs> All right. And I realized, <laughs> no. No, not at this point no. in life, no. Puppy is not right for me. And it can be the same way with someone who isn't sub-frenzy. Mm -hmm. You know, some people are puppy people, <laughs> and they like that energy. And some people are not. <laughs> and some people are not. It, it, it's not anything against the other person. It's just the way it is. And it, it can be overwhelming to some people. Excitement to submit, I have seen it play out in different ways, and it, there's infinite ways this can play out. But one of the ways I've seen is that the submissive wants to do all the things, not just try all the activities, but wants to do all of the things within their power exchange for their dominant, whether it's been negotiated or not. They're kind of like always, always there. What do you need? What do you want? Mm -hmm. What can I do? Or I need more rules. I need more this. I need more that. Because part of the frenzy is this drive to fulfill this need yeah. to submit. And I think this is where we get into a very nuanced area because some of that's just a lack of patience and submissives are notorious for being impatient. Not all of us, but many of us. Um, there's that. There's also just the, I feel myself. I, I know who I am and I'm eager and desperate to, to get there, to embrace it. And I don't wanna go slow, that's also impatience, but there's that need and desire thing. But those two things also contribute to sub-frenzy. Mm -hmm. And when your dominant is like, yes, I'm here for you. Yes, let's do the thing. But you want more, 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 more. 
and are feeling impatient and are feeling things aren't happening fast enough, but you're still like more, 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 that can be overwhelming to the other person. Yeah. And so it's always worth a conversation. Like if you are hearing this and you are seeing yourself at all, and you're like, oh crap, have I overwhelmed my partner? That's a question you need to ask them and, and then give them the time and space to answer honestly. Hopefully they will. Mm-hmm. So yeah, that uh, we have talked about subfrenzy many, 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 many times over the years and will continue to do so because it continues to be a thing. But I feel like we don't often talk about that part of right. it. That relationships that would do fine together for you know long term can sometimes get real rocky and even end because the the there's an incompatibility not in how we want to do this power exchange, but on the eagerness level and how quickly somebody wants to move and how intense somebody might be. Mm-hmm. And so doesn't mean you shouldn't be intense, doesn't mean you shouldn't want what you want. Just, you know, if it's an if it's there's a drive within you that's like throwing all, you know, sense and patience and wait, this is, doesn't have to happen tomorrow, out, you know. Temperance and patience. Right, I hate both. But um, <laughs> it's worth thinking about, it's worth considering, and it's always worth a conversation. Yeah. Uh, so that that's it about subfrenzy mm-hmm. this week. I thought this would be a short one. Yeah. Uh, we, we had things to say because it's a big it's it's a big topic, it's a big topic. Yeah. and so, an important one exactly i will link in the show notes to other um times we've talked about sub frenzy if you kind of want to do a deep dive uh, feel free to share this with your subby friends who you're like I, th- I think this could be you just just run through this list just check yourself i think this could be you <laughs> um and never ever 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 fellow submissives get so cocky that you think it could never happen to you again it totally could it's possible just just remember that. So that is it for us of this mini-sode. We will be back later this week with a long mm-hmm. conversation. Uh, we'll see you then. Bye. Bye.